Hello friends, this is Darshan Maharaja with you on the very first short form episode of our Canadian journey. As you know, I recently asked all of you on Twitter about this and the response was overwhelmingly in favor of having a short and more frequent episodes on topics of interest. Frankly, I haven't been able to put out podcast episodes in the number and with the regular frequency that I had hoped for. I hope these short episodes will get me in the rhythm for the long ones as well so we can have both. Thank you all once again for helping me find my way out of the frankly rut that I had got myself into. In this inaugural episode of Elevator Chat, that's what we are going to call these short episodes, Elevator Chat. I want to add one point to my article titled The Coming Age of Unknowledge, which I wrote recently, in which I have covered the various problems besetting our education system. I considered including this point that I am going to make in this uh, podcast, but then held back due to the reason that uh, uh, the article was long enough already almost 3,000 words long. So I was uh, not sure if I should make it even longer. Uh, So I thought maybe we can uh, get started on this elevator chat series of uh, podcast episodes. It provided a good uh, launching point. Now, usually the word knowledge denotes positive things. Therefore, we get expressions like knowledge is power and so on. One Sanskrit saying is sa vidya ya vimuktaye, meaning that which which liberates is knowledge. There cannot be much disagreement on this in principle, but the question is liberate from what exactly? The question may sound philosophical, but it is possible to attempt an answer from a less lofty position. The primary motive of meeting one's basic needs comes into play. If one is not able to do that, then one is bound within the constraints of what others give to them or the physical condition that ensues from one being unable to meet one's basic needs. So at the most basic level, knowledge and in this context it includes education, liberates us from dependence on others. As a bonus, it also makes us productive members of our society and thus not uh, viewed as a burden by others. As one goes further up the economic ladder, more needs and wants get added which one is able to fulfill, resulting in a better state of mind, hopefully. I believe that this is the core function of an education system. As I showed in my article, our education system is failing badly at this core function. But that is just half of the problem. The other half pertains to what the education system is putting in the students' minds. We broadly agree that it is not preparing students for being economically productive or not as much as they have the potential to be. 
And here another Sanskrit expression becomes helpful in understanding or explaining what happens thereafter, after the schools have put stuff in students' minds. In English, the opposite of knowledge is ignorance. But in Sanskrit, there is a third possibility relating to knowledge, kuvidya, which is between knowledge and ignorance or something separate from knowledge and ignorance. This is knowledge that is harmful. As I said earlier, the normal assumption is that knowledge has positive things only attached to it. However, as we know from way too many examples in history, all sorts of wrong or harmful ideas can be promoted in or thrust on a society, leading to much damage. Of course, the million dollar question is, how does one know that a particular piece of knowledge, making air quotes here, is beneficial or harmful in real time? You have to make this call in real time. Thankfully, there is a test that can help us decide. Before I go into the details, however, let me emphasize that normally I stay away from black and white scenarios, or to use a popular term of these times, binary scenarios. However, in this case, I think it would be valid to use a litmus test, a black and white uh, scenario, which is this. When any premise is offered as knowledge, is it possible to test it for veracity? If the answer is no, then there are two possible explanations for it. One, the premise is fundamentally incapable of being tested, such as the existence of God or the Hindu concept of re rebirth or reincarnation. The inability to be tested makes it a belief that one can choose to accept or not. And two, there is an authoritative edict preventing the premise from being tested in which case I would call it kuvidya or harmful knowledge. An idea has been presented but you are unable to test it because someone says that you can't. But why am I calling it harmful as opposed to beneficial? Because of two reasons. Firstly, in nature there are vastly more ways of, for things to be wrong than for them to be right. A whole set of conditions have to be perfectly in place for something to be right. That is the reason why we value good ideas and why success at any endeavor is celebrated and why Edison said that thing about 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration. Secondly, given human nature, if anyone prevents a pre presents a premise and then claims that it cannot be tested for being true then we can safely say that their intentions are not honorable. There is a greater probability, perhaps certainty, that the idea being presented will cause harm to someone. In the present context, there is growing insistence in many quarters, including influential ones, that ideas cannot be questioned and anyone who does ask questions is automatically branded as a bad person, even a monster to be shunned from society. This prevents us from weeding out the bad ideas. 
the cruel irony is that it is the education establishment that is also a party to promoting this anti-knowledge. There are different ways in which societies can decline. One of the common ones is a firm belief in the moral certitude of the dominant ideas. As I wrote in the article, unless we can correct our course quickly, our future won't be all that bright. If you haven't read the article, please go to my website darshanmaharaja.ca and search for the article, The Coming Age of Unknowledge. And while you are there, please consider donating a small amount using the donate page on the website. I will not put my content behind a paywall because as a consumer, I have an aversion to paywalls. I also know that times are tough for everyone, so a paywall would put additional burden on my audience. That is why I am immensely grateful for all the voluntary donations that I receive. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Elevator Chat. Please let me know your views and suggestions in the comments. I'll see you soon the next time. Promise, I'll see you soon. Until then, take care and goodbye.